A particular positive trainer is documenting training his new puppy. This pup is still biting him. Can't relate. My puppy learned not to bite in two weeks, and he understands the word now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that, that you know, a lot of people, to me, we stop puppy biting in a day. I mean, I don't, I, I don't accept it. So everything from bonking a dog that's puppy, you know, that's, that's biting of humans, um, putting its mouth on me, just sticking my thumb down its throat, to, you know, doing, doing everything. Um, to me, puppy biting is pretty simple to stop, you know. It's like, do they need to bite? Sure, but they don't need to bite us. It's like people that say, like, cattle dogs are bred, that's why they're biting. You know, cattle dogs and border collies, they bite kids' ankles because that's what they're bred for. No, they're not. There's no literature out there that says that a border collie or a cattle dog was bred to bite children's ankles. And I can't tell you how many cattle dog people use that as an excuse why their cattle dogs are such assholes around kids. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure a cattle dog was bred to bite cattle. Well, how do you know that? The name cattle dog. Next. What? <laughs> right. That's the giveaway. Cattle dog. Next. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and Joelle, freshly back from Sharon Woo! Springs, New York. Literally, we got back. What time did we get back? A little bit late. It's kind of late. Well, we made a couple stops. Did you post the link? Yeah, I posted the link. I posted it this morning at two oh, forty-eight so in, in the morning. Back. It's yeah. way back. There, there it is. It is. Yep. And uh, how's everyone doing? Um, let's see. It was a great weekend. It was a fantastic weekend. This morning we had the opportunity to go on a dog sled team pulling an ATV. Why? Because there's no snow, and they actually were doing in the their muscle building part of their training, which is pulling an ATV. ATV is on, but boy, are they pulling against it really, really intensely. So it was Kate, our lovely host of Run By Dogs, and myself and Joelle. And we, um, in fact, I just put a picture on IG stories because yep. um, I was able to smash, smash take a little <laughs> bit of a selfie. Yep. Well, there's some good video, though, on IG stories that we both put up. Thank you so much. I didn't even know you captured any of that mm -hmm. stuff. So it was great. It was fantastic. Um, we, um, we uh, whatchamacallit, what are we doing? We're going to Chicago this weekend. Chicago. It's doing really well. It's going to be great. Austin, Texas. It's the only... Guys, I'm sorry. I'm not going to Houston this year. I'm not going to San Antonio. I'm not going to Dallas. Um, I'm not going to any of the western parts of it, which I, w I would love to. Um, it's in Austin. So come to Austin, Texas. Um, and then after that, Hawaii. We're going to on the island... Um, of uh, what, what island are we going to? Oahu. Oahu. It's like, where are we going? Oahu. And also, we're going to be getting there Wednesday. So we're doing privates as well on Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, where Joelle and I will come to your house. So you can buy a ticket for that as well. So we're going to turn um, Oahu into a five-day thing. If you own a business there, you need help with your business, we'll help you with that. Um, actually, theoretically, any service-oriented business that you need help with business building and social media, you can hire us for. 
All right, so just think about that. Um, as well as obviously, we can do your dog stuff. So business building, do your dog stuff. Um, we've got that going on. And uh, we've got another Q&A. The way the Q&A works is this. The Q&A is three days a week, usually historically Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm sorry, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We missed this last Saturday because we actually had no Wi-Fi. There wasn't actually anything up there. Nothing. Except for, except Not for. even a gym. But hold on, though. Except for beauty. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was amazing. We were on 100 acres. It was stunning. Um, and if you follow us on Instagram stories, you see all of this stuff. Uh, and then we do a seminar series called Jeff Gelman um, Seminars. So Jeff Gelman Seminars and our Q&A is historically a triage fixing of problems um, uh, program that we have. In other words, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? With this, we just give you answers that are really, really quick. The seminars are in depth. We show you everything that we do. We work with your dog. Um, and it is punitive based, punishment based, because the only way you're going to stop an unwanted behavior is through the proper application of a punisher. You cannot reward your dog out of behavior. It's, it can't be done. So all the people that are saying they're practicing science, science, but they don't apply a punisher, they're actually outright lying and they haven't done actually any of the um, basic homework. They literally haven't done basic homework on what they're actually talking about. So they're actually blatantly lying to you. So, But punishment, though, you're not mad, you're not upset, you're not angry, you're not pissed off, you're not yelling, you're not screaming. Um, um, and it's not a cause, it's not about you know, causing discomfort. It's about making something intolerable. So it reduces, eliminates, or suppresses the unwanted behavior. This is, it's simple stuff once you know how to do it. Okay. And then, um, and then we have a boarding train program here, which is fantastic. And we just hired a new trainer. She started today. So in about three months, we'll be up to 12 dogs at a time because we like to make sure that we don't overload our trainers because of the program we offer and the amount of prep time it takes to get these dogs going. Um, what I mean by that is that is 95%. Yes, we actually clicker and food train every dog on the property. So they're getting rewarded almost all day long. Um, so Joelle, ask a question. All right, Britt, I took my German Shepherd to Woodward Park. She did perfect. Best two hours ever. Love park walks now. She walked past all kinds of dogs. What a wonderful feeling. Kudos to you for doing all the work. For all the folks that are doing all the hard work, kudos to you. A lot of people thank me. First of all, Thank you, but a couple of things. Number one, if your dog comes to our boarding train, I just pay all the bills, and I just got the big mouth. Okay, <laughs> It's the staff, and I lead them. Yes, I lead them, but my staff is doing 95-plus percent of the actual dog training, if not more. Um, it's a great staff. It's a wonderful staff. Um, right now, I'm running the company as well as just, you know, building uh, um, a platform to change the world. Um, but thank you all anyway. And for you guys that are doing the hard work, by just watching my free content, I mean, that's who's really, really the big, huge winners in this thing. Next. The Noble Dogs. How has your obstacle course been going? Looks pretty cool for nervous and shy dogs. Works uh, everything from going under, around, and through objects. At what stage do dogs go through the course? The one with all the bottles and hanging objects. Well, they can go through it any time. I mean, they can go through it any time. It's all part of our it's all part of our puppy program, and dogs can run through it at any time. And it's just something fun for them to do. If you get a dog that's got a lot of food drive, it's easier for the dog. A lot of ball drive, it's easier for the dog. Um, usually puppies, it's really, really great. So you can try them on day one if you wanted to. 
you know, it's something, it's something fun to do. Something fun to do. But thank you, Grant, for the kind words. Um, oh, we have a super chat. Oh, I forgot to talk to you about the super chats. Super chats are there's a little dollar sign at the bottom of your little um, question, your question screen right there. And what happens is you can throw us a little bit of cash. It's something that YouTube offers. It puts people to the top of the queue. You do not have to pay to play, though. We will answer as many questions as we can in 90 minutes, especially with the speed that I talk, unless Joel gets me going on a rant or blessed... I don't get you going on rants. I try to shut them down. I'm like, is that, him, is hitting that, him under the desk, <laughs> elbowing him. Like, enough. We questions to answer. I need to go to one of those sporting goods stores um, and getting in the soccer section and get the shin guards. Yeah. Yeah. So it's blessing who gets you going on. Blessing. Rants. She tries to bait me next. Fourteen ninety nine top chat from Michelle. I wonder if we are on the same page as to the flaws of our rescue system, like bringing in dogs from the foreign meat trade. I have to conclude that some rescues are searching for inventory. So um, to me, I don't think that's the best business model at all. I'm sorry. Nothing against foreign meat. Okay. Do I think dogs should be, um, okay. I won't even go there. You know why? Because that's another culture. So actually, who are we as Americans to criticize another culture? You do realize, and I'm a meat eater. So I am a meat eater. And if you're vegan, you're killing a lot of animals because in order to get that, in order to keep those soybeans growing, a lot of animals are killed. So, but we're not even to get into that discussion. The point is there are many cultures who believe that pork is horrific to kill and to eat and beef is horrific to kill and to eat. And then there are people that are out there that are that thinks factory farming is bad, but hunting is okay. So we're not even going to go down all of those different roads. So who are we to say that a culture should stop eating dog? Well, I don't think that's what she is saying. I think she says that some rescues are purposely picking dogs for like the backstory. Like, uh, oh yeah, it, it's a it's a it's, it's a financial incentive to generate revenue for a really good story. That's a great story. That is a great story. That is a great story um, to um, to raise revenue. Is is we're rescuing these dogs from Korean meat farms and donate money so we can do more work. And I'm not criticizing them. I'm just stating facts. But meanwhile, where we're really fucked is my buddy Sean O'Shea, who just put out this fantastic post, fantastic posts post about how separation anxiety is created. And the big sticking point that everybody is going nuts over is he's saying you should create your dog and people are going, that is the most horrific thing ever. And I'm like, whoa. So not only do you want to bring in all these dogs that are not made to be domesticated, but now you don't want to create them either. So that's where we're fucked is on, the, on, on that concept. We have a lot to do right here at home with the existing dogs that we have, keeping them out of shelters. Next. Brett, can you have two hands on a leash with a prong collar? Thanks. You can have, yeah. You can have all the hands on the leash. Sure, all hands on leash. Next. I'm envisioning like the leash in front of you. Yeah, like some yep. people want to walk. Some people feel more comfortable that way. Absolutely, yes. Melissa. But hold on one second. The question is, can you have two hands on the leash? Prong collar's got nothing to do with it. So why are we, se why are we separating out prong collar? Can you walk with two hands on the leash? That's the question. And yes, you can. Next. 
Melissa, good evening, Jeff and Joelle and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa, sorry about that. I didn't, I could have sworn I talked <laughs> about meeting tomorrow night at six. If you can't make it, we are in town on. She said it's fine. See you tomorrow. Next. See you tomorrow. Um, it's Zim's. Hi, everyone. Hey, how are you? Are you going to buy us dinner for the six o'clock meeting? Sure. I'm buying dinner tomorrow night. It's Zim's. Thank you, Jeff. I mentioned my fear-aggressive, reactive seven-year-old chihuahua that I adopted a couple of months ago. I did what you said, adding structure and discipline. She's a little better. Good. Keep it up. Add more. Hold your dog accountable. Cut down on affection. All right? Obviously, do stuff with your dog as well. Lots of exposure. Limit, but don't have people walk up to your dog. Next. Blessing. Hi, J&J. When Dakota and I spot other dogs on walks, he does really great. His ears will go back and he won't even look at the other Good. dog. No whimpering, no nothing. Excellent. However, I will still get hackles. Should I correct this? Yes, get hackles. Next. Betty. Yes, correct hackles. Hi, J&J. Thank you for all your help. JoJo is coming along nicely. Awesome. So fantastic to hear. Go, Jo, go, Go, Jojo. Go, Jojo, go. Michelle, good evening, Jeff, Joelle, and Melissa. Hey. Hey. Dean, hi, guys. Hope your evening is going well. It's going fantastic. Tommy, hi, J&J. Hey, just put up another Patreon Q&A to answer the Q&A. Put up that up. Now, what people don't know about our Patreon channel, or some people might not know about our Patreon channel, is that a lot of the seminar footage that I've got access to now. Mm -hmm. So I'm finding just a bunch of uncut stuff, putting it up, little nuggets. Joelle is in charge of our social media team. I work under her. So she's pretty much just said, here, Jeff, sift through all this stuff and... If hours you want, and if you want to put anything up, you put it up. I do that, and then I put up the morning posts, and then um, and then I'm also if you're not on Angelo Gelman's Instagram page, it's at Angelo Gelman on Instagram. You might want to start following him because he's got quite the the thing going. What I'm doing is I'm putting up really old videos. I've got he's seven years old. I have seven years of content of Angelo being raised. Um, and we do everything from, we show a lot of our homeschooling because he comes to work with me, um, as well as, um, I'm sure he'll talk about his adventures of, I had to push him through a window of the RV tonight to, <laughs> to get my keys out. I'm sure he'll explain, go over that in tomorrow's IG stories. Um, but on Patreon, we're putting a bunch of uncut, I think, in the last, I don't know, two weeks, I probably put 10 or 12 videos up. I'm sending a whole new batch tonight. Okay, I'm going to try to keep up. It's actually <laughs> tonight, oh no, I'm tasked with the um, photo album. It'll take overnight to upload anyway. So it's like hours of video. I'm, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the um, photo album tonight. Cool. That's the goal when I go home. If I don't fall asleep next. I finished that one video. Which one? The one I started this morning. <laughs> well, it's not it's not it's not <laughs> because you took you that long to do it. It's because captioning in a moving vehicle makes me want to throw up. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Four ninety nine top chat from Haley. Hi J and J. Fairly new listener and first time live. I've been looking forward to this all day. Hope hey, you both are having a off. wonderful day. Sorry. Yes, we're having a wonderful day. Sorry to interrupt your top chat. I just had a dog. I just fed them, so now there's like little morsels of raw meat in their crate and they're like moving around, like going through their blankets and stuff. <laughs> so so um but thank you so much. Blankets and stuff. Nineteen ninety nine top chat. Holy shit. From Miguel, Jeff, been following you for a while now. I want to take my dog to your facility for stranger reactivity, aggression, for people reaching at him. I was wondering your success rate since I'm worried about the investment. Well, it's pretty good, but what I, this is what I want you to do. I want you to, you could do a board and train, definitely. We will, but let me just help you out here. No stranger should be petting your dog. Let me make it really easy for you. Who's that? Miguel. Miguel. Nobody pets my dogs. Nobody. Now, we'll get your dog conditioned. Your dog will come out of here 
better trained, better behaved, have, have more skills, stop a lot of unwanted behaviors. But I would never allow a stranger to pet my dog, ever. And neither should you, in my opinion. I think we should be selfish dog owners. I think we should say, no, don't pet my dog. Now, well, geez, that means I can't bring my dog out in public? I never said that at all. My dogs are out in public all the time. But nobody pets my dogs. I bring my dogs everywhere, but nobody pets my dogs. Next. Mm-hmm. Tommy, hi, J&J. Hey. Bronwyn, happy Monday, everyone. Love to see you both. It's great to see you, Bronwyn, Canada. Next. Danae, um, finally caught you guys my first live. Oh, really? Holy shit. Wow. Welcome. Welcome. Kaylee J, good evening, Jeff and Joel. Getting my next training dog this weekend, as well as starting my dog on Raw. Things are going well. Awesome. Cool. Good for you. Doc Graham, hey guys, Ethan from Pensacola. Been busy with work. What is your recommended amount of time to work with my GSD per day? Also, can you train multiple commands per day? No e-collar yet. So what I would do is this. What's your schedule? How much time do you have? I'm a realist. I'm a practical person. I, Jeff, I only have 40 minutes a day. It's 40 minutes it is. I've got five hours a day. That's too much. So, so, uh, but you're going to be doing duration as well. Like right now, my dogs are in duration. Joelle's dogs are in a duration. Down, my dogs are in duration place. And they're just lying down, except for Carol, who's making some nonsense, but now she stopped, are lying down. That's training. But active training, if you only have 30 minutes, 40 minutes, so be it. That's what you, you're entitled to a life. You're entitled to a job. Some of my family with two, two income families, like you got to work. And if you've got children, they've got school and activities. It's like, and you could still own a dog. You'd still own a dog. Next. Maria, greetings from Poland again. Just woke up to be with you. Oh, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Holy Maria. shit, Maria. Maria. Man, when the ladies say that, I got to be careful. Ow. Next. Ow. <laughs> that didn't deserve a double or a triple. A triple? A quadru- <laughs> it's not even like I, I said. I see how many ooples you know. I did What's even. Five? I did. What's five? A football. <laughs> I didn't even say I wanted to do anything with her. What is five? It's called? not like I said, send me a photo of you in your freaking nightgown. <laughs> My God, I just said, no, I barely said anything. And who the fuck are you to do that to me anyway? Next. Don't make Maria feel weird. The be- uh, maybe Maria took it as a compliment and she said it's about time some fucking dude why complimented you, why me. Why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? <laughs> Did we have this discussion already? <laughs> Next. Kathleen. Hey guys, Max learned to treadmill today and we started double down, then did a whole lot of nothing in place and down. Awesome. Feeling more motivated than ever. Thank you both for an unbelievable weekend. Awesome. Nice. So who is that? The Dolby. No, what's the name of the person? Kathleen. Oh, hey Kathleen. Dolby. Yes, I know. I just... Want to know who it was? Okay. Kathleen, I didn't know the, I didn't hear the name. Good job, Kathleen. Good. I'm glad she got the double down. Yeah, about fucking time. Told you it would be easier at home. Mm-hmm. When you, especially when you do that ABA stuff. Next. Tiffany, hi Jeff. I'm fostering. Is there more to that? Okay, cool. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a trophy. I don't it's know. It's a girl. It's a boy. <laughs> right. It's a foster. Bill Astro, why does it seem like in the movies all the dogs are just perfect? Old Yeller, Lassie, a dog's purpose, to name a few. I know it's petty, but it's not fair. It's not petty I'm at all. They're sure fucking. Old Yeller got rabies. <laughs> Did you know that they're called animal actors? Yeah. They're it's called a movie. They're animal actors. You forgot Rin Tin Tin. And you have little rascals and, and like and like like they're animal actors. 
What's do, the dog that like ran the Iditarod to like give the little girl medicine? Oh, I, I don't Balto. know. Balto. Okay, but you also remember there's something called editing, and also you don't know if they're like some of those might be dog killers for all you know. Next. Bill, I just read that. Crystal, when first starting out doing one-on-one in clients' homes, did you bring your own training tools or require clients to purchase before sessions begin? Both. Next. Cheyenne and Zeke. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you? B Rips. Hi, J&J. Just received my prong collar today. Should I have the prong and leash on while my dog is not in the crate or only when training? Well, you should always be training until your dog's underneath voice control. So you should have it on when there's a leash attached. The leash should be attached until the dog understands voice commands. Next. Keaton. Jeff, you said you could get me into the Austin seminar since I cannot afford it. I have not heard back via email. I followed up. I'd love to come to the Austin seminar. Can I get you in, like, for free? I don't know if I would said for free. But, Keaton, I think you you asked last time, but I can't find any emails from you at all. So, Keaton, so email me one more time. What's your budget? And I can probably get you an audit spot. Working spot? No. I can't. I cannot discount it a working spot because that's how I actually make a living. So, we've got, I don't know, 50,000 hours of free content. And I'll answer your questions here for free. But I can get you a discounted audit spot. So, but please email me. Next. Uh, Four ninety nine from Dino. Can you go through a step-by-step on how you teach a double down with e-collar on place? Do you have a better method trying to calm my dog's mindset? So step-by-step, this is all I can tell you, is that what you're going to be doing is you've got your remote collar and the dog's in a down and the room is quiet and there's no environmentals, not a lot of like crazy environmentals, and you're using historically low-level continuous stim. Historically low-level continuous stim. Imagine this. If you had a leash attached to the dog's snout and you wanted the head to go down, what would you do? You would take the leash or the string and you would gently, gently pull down. Imagine you're doing that with the, re- the remote. Gentle pressure down. If you, have to give another, if you have to give a verbal down, you can, but historically you don't have to. The dog just figures it out. So sit there with lots of patience figure out what that magic number is. I I don't know what it's going to be, but it's a working level, not a correction level. Try and just try to keep doing it and try to figure out what the formula is. Next. Doc, I feel like commands will get better once I have e-collar. Prong collar only for now has helped with leash reactivity along with taking the bonker on walks. So what will happen is this. Who's that, Bob? Doc. Doc. So, Doc, this is it. You're, I'm glad you're not getting the e-collar right away because we use the e-collar to layer. Just remember that. The e-collar is not like, oh, my dog's going to learn how to down if I push a button. You still got to teach down. You still have to understand learning theory. So you still got to go through all the work. So keep up with what you're doing next. Cheyenne and Zeke, we had an accident where Zeke went after a teen on a bike yesterday. He wasn't barking, wasn't lunging, just jumping up. I didn't catch him before. I saw him too late and corrected high. He stopped and returned to me immediately. Good. So number one, um, hopefully the teen or the person, the teen wasn't injured um, at all. And you, I'm sure you apologize because you're a decent human being. Second of all, I'm glad that your dog returned to you. And, um, and then obviously we know that we always have to be watching at our dogs. You know, we always have to know that next. Mm, Rachel. Hi, J&J and Linda, too. I loved what you said a few weeks ago about being ready to get harsh with your puppy. Last night, I gave our three-month-old puppy and a seven-year-old dog a raw bone by the brand Primal. 
Um, the puppy lunged at the other dog when she walked by. I instantly removed the treat and firmly said no. Did I handle it okay? That's not harsh. So that's not harsh, in my opinion. So did you handle it okay? Did it stop it? So to me, I would highly suggest that you do, especially with a three-month-old dog, you feed them in the three-month-old dog should be in a crate and the other dog should be in a crate when you're feeding them anything of value for now. But that's not being harsh. Yelling at your dog is not being harsh at all. So um, did you handle it okay? I would need a little bit more information, but if you stopped the problem, I guess then it was okay. Next. Crystal, how to keep my dog from barking at cats? Um, just you have to apply a punisher. So you can use a bonker. If you don't know what a bonker is, go on to my YouTube channel, look it up. It's a towel wrapped up. You can use a remote collar, and that's which is what I would prefer. Um, no, and then you would correct. Um, with a bonker, no, and then you would bonk. Next. Maria, how long do you teach obedience commands before introducing e-collar? You say 500 reps, but what is the real time? How many days? Same about NCS. After how many days of training do you implement it? I have no idea how many repetitions you're doing per day. So do the math. Do the math. I don't know. I don't know. That's all they do here is, is, but they do more. They don't do 500 reps before they introduce the remote collar. They do about 500 reps before they say the word no and correct on the remote collar. So they do escape um, conditioning with the dog um, around 500 times. So it's a combination of continuous stim and then NCS, which is call it non-continuous stim, non-compliant stim. Non-compliance Tim, I'm sorry. So um, if you watch the video of um, the, the video that actually mentions that in for the place command or the down command, you just how many reps if you're doing say 25 reps in the morning, 25 reps in the afternoon, that's 50 reps right there. So it'll, it's, it won't take you that long to get there. But it's more about but you can use, start using the remote collar on day one, day two, day three of obedience training if you want to. Next. Rachel, I already read that. Kim, how would I teach my five-month-old GSD the out command by leash and not e-collar? She's so food and squeaky ball motivated almost too much. Like she'll devour your hand to get to the food or ball. I'd suggest getting a remote collar. But if you don't, with a leash, you'd have to be a very firm leash pop. But if your dog goes into drive so intensely, that actually might send your dog even higher where a remote collar is going to be way better on that one. Next. Paige, I have a dog who has no interest in toys, but anytime other dogs are excited chasing toys, he chases, bark, and bites. What would you do to stop this? So it's not a toy issue. It's a it's an arousal issue. So what I would do is teach my dog better impulse control, and I would make the act of chasing another dog in that situation very uncomfortable for the dog. And by doing that, you'd have to apply a proper punisher, punisher that, would, that would create discomfort so the dog has an incentive to stop. Historically, that will be used with a remote collar at a higher level. Next. Um, Lindsay, my German Shepherd breeder, said hackles up is dominance or fear-based when around dogs and needs to be corrected. Agree? I thought it could just be excitement, too. It's excitement as well. So, But everyone's got an opinion. But you sort of, you know, it's not always dominance-based at all. My dogs, when they go to the beach, their hackles are up. It's not always fear. I mean, here's a good example. Like... We travel with five dogs, Joelle and I and us. So her two and my three. Sometimes when they all come out of the RV and they're about to play an activity, like there might be some hackles up. I mean, I don't know if I've seen it that much at all, but there's there's definitely some arousal going on. And then and then 
Wes, her dog, sometimes displays some dominant behavior, but there's no hackles up. So it's like, and then my dogs have displayed some dominant behavior as well. And girl has done some pain in the ass behavior. And like, there's no hackles up or it doesn't look dominant really. So just look at it as what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. So let's be careful about putting too many titles on things. Like, is that acceptable or is that not acceptable? Is that looking like it's not going to be acceptable? So is that like the pre, it's like if you're an alcoholic, like going into a bar, that's not acceptable. Well, I haven't had a drink a drink yet. Yeah, but you're still like, you just got out of recovery. You can't go and even go into a bar yet. Or you're about to grab a drink, but you didn't grab the drink. So it's like, that's not acceptable either. So I, I like to just be more about like what's acceptable, what's not acceptable instead of putting labels on things. Because a lot of people like to put labels on things to sound smart. I'd rather just be like, I don't want that out of my dog. Next. B rips. What should I give as treats when training if I feed raw and don't give kibble? I know you've said in the past you use their food. Any suggestions? You can still use their food. You can actually dehydrate their food. They also make dehydrated raw. Um, you can actually use dried liver treats as well. Next. Erin have done lots of research and reading and decided we want to go to a raw diet, but we have a board and train with you coming up in December. How would that work? Would it be better to wait until after? Probably it would be so we can use the dog's daily kibble to train. It would make it a lot easier. Your dog would do better, put it that way. So if it's not like if you haven't started yet, what's a couple more months? Or you put your dog on raw and then we, eh, I hate to get the dog off of raw because it's going so well. It'll make it a lot easier. It'll make it a lot easier. Also, it depends what your dog is coming to us for. So all I know is the amount of food training we do, it's a lot easier to train the dogs on kibble. Next. Um, 999 Top Chat from Michelle. A particular positive trainer is documenting training his new puppy. This pup is still biting him. Can't relate. My puppy learned not to bite in two weeks and he understands the word no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that, that, you know, a lot of people, to me, we stop puppy biting in a day. I mean, I don't, I, I don't accept it. So everything from bonking a dog that's puppy, you know, that's, that's biting of humans, um, putting its mouth on me, just sticking my thumb down its throat to, you know, doing, doing everything. Um, to me, puppy biting is pretty simple to stop. You know, it's like, do they need to bite? Sure, but they don't need to bite us. It's like people that say like cattle dogs are bred. That's why they're biting, you know, cattle dogs and border collies. They bite kids' ankles because that's what they're bred for. No, they're not. There's no literature out there that says that a border collie or a cattle dog was bred to bite children's ankles. And I can't tell you how many cattle dog people use that as an excuse why their cattle dogs are such assholes around kids. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure a cattle dog was bred to bite cattle. Well, how do you know that? The name cattle dog. Next. What? <laughs> right. That's the giveaway. Cattle dog. Next. Meredith, hi, I've seen an improvement in my GSD with your vids, but she still wants to chase my cats. Doesn't do anything but sniff. Bonking hasn't really helped, and we've tried to correct with a prong. Okay, but she just wants to sniff, though. Wait, the cat wants to sniff, or the dog wants to sniff? It sounds like the dog does. So I would use a remote collar, and your bonking might not be powerful enough, but you might want to use a remote collar. So you might want to just make it suck to go after cats. Next. Antonio, my 10-month-old Amstaff walks great with prong collar, but in the home, he's a maniac. Running in the house, crashing into things. Yep. Any advice to get him to calm down in the home? Not calm down, more obedient. Yeah, tell the dog what to do. So you got a 10-month-old dog. 
with probably no leash on in your house and you're expecting it to be just chilled out and relaxed. I'm not being snarky here or, or making fun of you at all. It's like massive amounts of guidance. Tell your dog to go lie, teach your dog place. So watch our video on how to teach the place command, teach your dog place. Right now, your dog is not responsible enough to be roaming around free. I actually don't really don't believe in free roaming. It wasn't why people say, what's free roaming? It's roaming around free. Um, so next. Haley, my boyfriend and I just got back from a wonderful walk with our two dogs with prong collars, and we couldn't be happier. Awesome. Thank you for all you do. Madly in love with you. Madly in love with you, too. Thank you so much. Jamie, hi from New Jersey. Love you both. Finding myself with scheduling issues, so not all training is being accomplished. Anything not working is 100% because I'm not putting in the work. What? I always have hope, though. Correct. I'm glad that you're self-aware, and I'm glad that you're taking 100% responsibility because that is what the issue is. But this is the thing, though. Don't beat yourself up. Okay? Do I, do I wish I could work with my dogs more? I don't, but because I don't think that way. But could I? Yes. Could Joelle? She struggles with that sometimes as well, but but she's trying to balance like life, career, dogs, you know, um, you know, exercise, you know, more work, travel, like so. You know, we're all doing the best we. Hopefully, we're all doing the best we can. Can we all do better? I try to do better every day, and so we all should be trying to do better every day. Next, Maria. Dog whines again every time it's put in the crate and I leave the room. Stops when I say no from a different room. Will I have to say no for the rest of my life? <laughs> no, just till you're 86. So, um, no, not for the rest of your dog's, your, the rest of your life because the dog's going to die probably before you will. So, well, unless the woman's 90 and the dog, is, the dog is 13, then, then you never know. It's a race, race against time. So what I would do is this. I would use a, a, um, a whining and get yourself a remote collar. Next. Haley, also I did place training with them and it was glorious. I'm already a huge fan. Awesome. Thank you. Maria, dog is healing well only when we are walking alone though. I love to do walks with my family. It's getting anxious when there is more known people walking. Yes. to control every person. Whines and pulls when we stay behind. Even firm pokes don't work. Slightly better when we are at front of everyone. Right. So what I would do is I would apply a, a pre-walk punisher, um, which could be with a bonk or a remote collar. Also, what you're going to do is do watch my 180 video on YouTube. Do that. There's a, Remember, there is a skill set to all of this. Getting a dog to walk beautifully on a leash is a skill set. So what you're doing now is you're doing the easier stuff, which is still people struggle with walking their dog even by themselves. So now it's the environmentals, the distractions are up. So your dog, like you described it perfectly, your dog wants to be with them. So your dog is doing everything it can to be with them. So what you need to do is you need to sort of make it, believe it or not, people will be like, oh, make it fun to be with you. It's like, if that, if that only worked most of the time, but it doesn't, you make it suck to pull. Next. Um, blessing. Another trainer came across a dog that got holes burned in the neck from an e-collar. Can an e-collar do this? Maybe a cheap one? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> Probably pressure sores. Burning, no. I mean, I can't speak for a generic brand for 50 bucks from Amazon, but historically it's pressure sores. We have dogs that get pressure sores on them once in a while. If we have a dog that is, for the first two days, is barking all the time, 
and it doesn't know to stop and a bark collar doesn't work, you know, uh, it's, it's not working enough. It might have to have a bark collar on for longer than normal and we can't rotate it enough. So ideally we don't want dogs with sores, but could they get them? Sure, especially when you're doing intense training, they can because the dog's collar's on a little bit more than usual. Next. Maria, are your personal dogs using e-collars daily? Not at all. Nope. They they use them this weekend um, up in Canada. This weekend in, um, where we were at a seminar, I put remote collars on my dogs because... No, it wasn't this weekend. Yeah, it, was. it was this weekend. When she was out mushing. Yeah, when she was out, there was a lot of... There's a lot of wildlife out there, and also she has a lot of dogs on her property, and she was also mushing her pack of um, dogs. Um, and there's five of our dogs. I didn't want to take a chance. But on a normal basis, my dogs are underneath voice control. But between wildlife, deer, which are wildlife. So we got deer, you got coyotes, you got bear, you got rabbits, you got lots of other dogs that are in drive. Um, we're not going to take an ATV. Uh, I'm not going to take a chance. Next. Danae, do you handle the introduction of the e-collar any differently with a dog who's been an underground fence collar? Um, try to do it off property. Next. Alexis. Hi, I'm raising a 14 month old lab for service work, a high drive female, not spayed. She goes zero to zoomy on leash in seconds. What skills can we practice at home to help her settle in public places? She might not be qualified to be a service dog. Number one. Service dogs shouldn't be, they should sort of be on the lower end of the, depends what they're being serviced, depends what their job is going to be. But if for, by 14 months old, the dog should already have good public access skills. So what you can do is, number one, you need to learn how to apply a punisher. You need to learn how to eliminate arousal. And you can do that with a bonker. Um, you can do that through remote collar training. You can do that through, you know, depends how good your leash skills are. But... You know, you're a, a, a true working service dog. You sort of want it to be neutral a lot of the time. You don't want a high state of arousal um, because when it is, it's not thinking clearly. So I'm trying to think of a, a, a any task or work that a dog that would be a help that would be helpful at. Now, having like drive can be good, but a lot of these times you they really want these dogs to be a little bit more easier going. Next. Alexis, hi, I'm raising... Oh, I already read that. Yep. Travis, I live in Florida. I was at the gas station. When I came out, a lady asked if that was my dog in the truck, and I shouldn't leave them in a hot truck. Showed my spare key, AC on, and locked. Thanks. Said thanks, walked on. Yeah. People need to mind their own business. Mm -hmm. So, do I think that dogs should be left in hot cars? No, I don't. Kids? No, I don't. But when you leave your fucking car on and you go inside the local... I do that all the, the time. The local store to buy a bottle of water... Like, mind your own business. I can't tell you. Some, it's like if I was sitting in my car and my dogs are in there, which they are all the time, is that okay? Yeah. So if I'm not sitting in my car and my door is locked, which it is, and the car is on and the air conditioning is on, what's the difference? Next. Mm -hmm. um, Maria, how to condition dog to the e-collar and how long should it take? Um, we don't. We just put the remote collar on and start with low-level remote collar training. You can just train place command. Next. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. Um, Raina. Hey, guys. I'd love to intern with you all. I sent an email to maybe start in January, but listen to the recent podcast that you guys are booked until June. Is it too soon to apply for that date? 
We, Arena, I think if you're the one that has to do 600 hours of community service, I think I emailed you back today, actually, like literally today, a couple hours ago, if you're the student with 600 hours of community service, not community service, 600 hours of internship. So I believe that, um, uh, yeah, we have, a, we have a form you can fill out. We have a form you can fill out. So I think you'd want to respond to that email, and then we'll go to the next step, which is getting you that form to fill out next. H. Grace, how in the hell do I get my old and very destructive lab to sustain more than two hours in the crate home alone before trying to bite his way out? He's fine up until the one and a half, two hour mark. Oh, hold on. There's more. He's fine all evening while we're in and out. He's fine at night for sleeping. Stumped for what to do for alone time when it's most destructive in our house. So what I would do is a couple of things. Number one, what are you doing with your dog when it's out of the crate? Number one, are you holding it accountable for basic obedience? Are you working your dog? But number two, have your dog go in the crate, set your dog up. You got to set it up with a video camera, remote collar, and you got to park outside your house and wait for the dog to act like a total jerk um, in the crate and then correct that next week with the remote collar next. Maria, how did you start your training career? Um, I started it with um, my own dogs. Um, and then um, I was struggling with my own dog. Um, gosh, it goes by 15 years ago, I guess now. And um, somebody helped me with my dog. And then somebody, when they saw how well my dog was doing, I they said, can you help me with, even though I didn't train that, I I did, they, they got me started and then I did the follow-up training and then I did the continued training and I learned the concepts and um, and then somebody asked me if I could help them with their dog and I said yes and then that's how it started. Next. $10 top chat from Terry, but there's no question. Oh, maybe the question will be below. Probably. Thanks, thanks Terry. Hostway, just coming in to say hi and soak up the knowledge. Oh, thanks Hostway. Uh, Maria, how to build up confidence in a skittish, nervous dog. Um, number one, just obedience. Literally, hold the dog accountable in obedience. Number one. Number two, don't um, baby the dog. Watch your affection. Um, do over, under, through things. So over things, under things, through things. Um, get the dog up to the point where you're literally correcting it for noncompliance of a known, known behavior. Believe it or not, that actually gains confidence. When, when, you have, when the dog has more clarity... The dog has more confidence. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. Mm, put that on a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Damn. Fuck you. D and T. Oh, give me a break. You could hit me five times, five times, but I can't make one comment. Next. <laughs> Nothing. That doesn't even correlate hitting and your ego ballooning out the fucking door. Is that what that was? Yeah, it was your head inflating. Oh, I just thought it was a good. Full of hot air. Oh, I see. D and T. What do you mean by cutting back on affection? Seriously? Stop. Cutting back on affection. Less affection. So you've got a certain amount of affection. Cut back on it. That would be less. I mean, so if you're... Most people pet their dog too much. Pet your dog less. Most people do unwanted petting for nothing. Stop doing that. Um, some people give way too much verbal praise. Cut back on that. Get the dog to earn everything. Next. Heather, my dog Taco is making huge strides. Took him to a festival with kids and dogs, his usual triggers, and he did amazing. I also had several people ask me where I had him trained. Thanks for awesome. your help. Awesome. Awesome. Proud of you. Haley, that's okay. Feed my dogs and cat raw too, so I understand how excited they can be to eat. Such great food. I love you guys even more for feeding your dogs raw. Really? Okay. What? 
What's wrong with that? Nothing. I'll take it. I love you too. I love you too. I like to think there's many other reasons to love us besides the diet we feed our dogs. Mm. So Haley, if we fed kibble, cool. you wouldn't love us as much? I wouldn't love myself as much. <laughs> TMI. It, like, it pains me when I see Burton go out there and get excited to eat kibble. I'm like, you mother. <laughs> I spend so much time prepping your food, weighing it out, thawing it, getting covered in blood. Burton eats so much crap from the ground. <laughs> he sees kibble and it's like a freaking field day. All my dogs will eat kibble off the ground. Oh, I don't think what uh, Wes would. Yeah, Qu- all, do- all my dogs would fucking have a field day on kibble the too. Hell? It's food. Do you think they care? They didn't. Even, they, they, I'm offended. They, they would eat McDonald's. They don't care. It is McDonald's. But they would eat it. They, they, would eat, they would actually eat actual McDonald's. Oh, of course they would. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Trisha, just like Kira's, like I concur. This is great. Um, just letting you know, I put horseback on the prong. Major differences in public. He doesn't seem to feel the need to protect me. I made a bonker. All I need to do. All I need to do it. To what is him, up with Kira? I think she went after the bathroom. Maybe. She's very antsy in that kennel. She's very antsy tonight. She grunts. Something's going on with her tonight. Next. Blessing. About being selfish owner. Well, you didn't say anything about this. Which was the comment? She put the dog back on the prong and there's a major difference in oh, public. Oh, awesome. Yeah, why would you ever take the dog off the prong? Guys, the prong is not a temporary thing in my opinion. It's not a failure to... to like the, Success is not prong free. I mean, having an off-leash trained dog is nice, and then they don't need a prong, obviously, because they're off-leash trained. But but when you have a when you have a leash attached to something on your dog, why not be a prong? Next. Blessing about being selfish dog owners. How would you word not wanting people to pet my dog? I'm not saying fluff them up, but I also don't want to be snarky to someone who meant well and was polite. So you you be polite back. I'm always polite, guys. I know I come across as a jerk 99.99% of the time, but but I'm always polite. I will say, thank you for asking, but no, you can't. Thank you for asking, but I'm, I don't let people pet my dog. Be polite back. And if they don't take that, then all bets are off. That's that's all. And if they can't accept that, see, this is the issue. They don't really care about your They don't care about petting your dog. They don't care about your dog, I mean. They don't care about your dog. They don't care about you. They only care about their happiness. So what you're doing is, the reason why everybody struggles with being told you can't pet their dog is because you've taken away their happiness. You've taken away their joy. That's why. It makes them happy to pet your dog. You've said you can't. You've taken it away. The ironic part is, it was never theirs in the first place anyway. But that's that's what you're doing. They really don't want to pet your dog. They just want to feel better. That, that's, I hope people understand that because that's the tr- hashtag truth. Truth bomb. Next. You know what's interesting is like I've never been the kind of person to like pet somebody's dog. I've never asked anybody to pet and their And today dog. Kate was like, you can, like all her huskies, she's like, you can pet him now. I'm like, I feel so weird. Like, I didn't pet any of her dogs. I didn't either. It's yeah. like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I. I, now, I barely pet my own dog. Now, I'll ask like, someone if I can carry their baby. That's true. That is like, yeah. Well, you got a baby. Can I hold your baby? Can I hold your baby? Which I think is weirder than asking somebody to But I won't dog. go up to a complete stranger. I only ask people to hold their babies at my seminars. Right. I'm not going to walk up to a complete stranger and say, can I hold your baby? Hey, can I hold your 
baby. I'm really good with them. <laughs> no, but at a seminar, I'll be like, let's go. Yeah. Well, people also ask me permission if they can bring their baby by email to the seminar. Only if I can hold it. And I'm like, only if I can hold it. <laughs> give Jeff all the babies. Next. Uh, Melissa, she posted the link to the seminar dates and info. Thank you. Um, Paige and Kanai, five is a quintuple. Are you serious? Or is it just quince? I think there might be some context, depending on the context you're saying it in. And remember the movie Quince? There were like five babies. Yeah, but I'm, but quintuplets too. Quintuplets. Yeah, but I'm wondering cool. if it's also like, what are you? I don't know. Somebody Google when you punch what? somebody five times in a row. <laughs> it's called an ouch. <laughs> an owie. What is it called? Hitting him with the quintuple. <laughs> it's called. It's called being on the unemployment line. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 4.99 top chat. You don't joke about that. I totally love you guys for many other reasons besides the raw. I just think it's awesome that we have that in common. Haha. Ha. I was busting your balls. Do you also want to punch Jeff five times? In a row? Right, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like it's like send me five bucks and I'll punch him. I get to see it now. She's gonna open up her own private little <laughs> super chat. Joelle's super chat. See it now. For every dollar you donate, I will punch Jeff. Some you know, some dude's gonna send you hundred bucks. Definitely, oh, Tim. Besides Sean O'Shea's book, is there any dog training books you recommend that don't shame corrections? Most books I see are purely positive nonsense. Um, the Keeler Method of Dog Training, K M O D T. Um, the Bunks of Newski, some of their older stuff. Um, I mean, their newer stuff, I'm not sure how it's read, how it's written. Um, but their old stuff, Brother Christopher was back when he was doing mostly Keeler stuff. Um, you know, a lot of hunt dog books, things like that. Next. Nicole, starting to bonk puppies crate so he'll stop whining and crying. It works until I walk away. He starts, I walk up to bonk, but he stops. Can you bonk from a distance? God, Yeah. Well, probably not from half a mile away. You have to have a help. If you are, you should be playing professional sports. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this, fuck this dog, <laughs> fuck this dog training stuff. <laughs> as long as the no is on time. <laughs> no. Be able to hear it. Ten seconds later. Actually, longer than that. Way longer. Than Five that. minutes later. <laughs> Good aim <laughs> and strength. Do this. <laughs> do it. Wait, it's gonna start. <laughs> it started. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> there it goes. I can't oh. see. That's why I do it because I can't fucking see. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can't see. Bill. Haha, <laughs> ha, I was the old yeller comment. You guys are the best. Thanks. Lindsay, solved leash reactivity with e-collar, corrected high. Now when we see dogs, she whines and cries. Is she fe- is she fearing the e-collar now? Correct the whining and crying. Okay, so for a couple of things. Number one, that's still it's, it's arousal. Number two, I have no problem. Okay, when you've got a dog reactive dog, when you have a bad behavior, and that means that could be like even rushing towards the door, barking your head off. And the dog, and you're at the beginning of rehab. 
and the dog stops doing that bad behavior, but maybe whines or cries or shakes, and you're like, oh my gosh, my dog's afraid of being corrected. I'm okay with that. And a lot of people struggle will struggle with this, 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 this comment, and that's okay as well. But if anybody's ever done any sort of rehab or kicked any habit, it's not easy. It's not always clean. It's messy a lot of the times. There's something called the messy middle. And, but you still got to correct that as well. Next. 499 Top Chat. 499 Top Chat from Haley. She put five punches in the laughing emoji. Oh, shit. That's okay. Knockout. You'll be the next one going like this. <laughs> Actually, you'll be doing that to me to wake me up. <laughs> oh, God. Miguel. Follow up. My concern wasn't regarding petting. I don't let people pet him. It was about completely eliminating the biting behavior entirely so people don't get hurt or my dog oh, in trouble. Oh, God, yeah. So just to let you know, there's not we do not have a 100% success rate. You know, if you find a trainer that says that they have a 100% success rate eliminating biting out of biting dogs from humans, go with them. Absolutely go with them. Next. Mario, hi guys. Jeff, when you started talking dog when you started dog training and you were visiting people's houses, were you solving bad behaviors, started with leash work or a combination of both? Yeah, both. Yes. I was doing everything. I was doing remote I was doing aggressive rehab, which I wouldn't do now at somebody's house. Um, I was doing I was doing it all. I was doing all of it. Next. That's some risky shit there. Yeah, and that's why I get bit a lot. My it's, God. It's stupid stuff. Yep. Gracie, hi, I just got first e-collar. I've been watching your videos, and I know you're supposed to work on commands and nose, then layering e-collar, but can you also use it correctively immediately for barking? Yes. Yeah, you can use, you can buy a shock collar, which is an e-collar. Um, you can buy a shock collar, and you can use it immediately to stop unwanted behavior. And anybody that says you can't, that's a, like, says who? Who are these e-collar gods that make these rules? Of course you can. In fact, if that's all you want to use it for, that's all you need to use it for. So if I've got, if my dog fence fights, eats poop, gets in the trash, counter surfs, and barks at the front door, that's all I'm going to use a remote collar for, and I'm going to train my dog um, uh, obedience with some other way. Who's to say you can't do that? That, that's ridiculous. That's unethical. Why would you want to... T- when, when all those things stop unwanted behaviors, why would you tell somebody that they can't do that? That doesn't make sense to me. You can you can correct a dog on 100 for doing something one day and then also train them on 9 for the place command the same day. Literally an hour later, five minutes later. It's two separate conversations. Next. Um, is that a new top chat? 999 holding on dog training catch y'all on the replay missed it again out conquering struggles lol stop by to say hi thank you ashley love you honey um to do fitness and beyond working with my dog on trick training using cool dog tricks he gets so excited when he gets the treat he almost takes my hand off how do i get him to be less aggressive when taking the treat so believe you're gonna use a look first of all use the dog's daily kibble don't use treats use the dog's daily kibble also um how are you how are you you can actually correct the dog correct the dog for taking the treat too aggressively next. 
Rach, Jeff tagged you on Instagram on my post of how I use low-level e-collar training to teach my GSD to finally stop jumping the fence after five years. Success. Awesome. We use high. Thank you so much for doing that. We use high level, but if you, it doesn't make a difference when, how you did it as long as you did it. Awesome. Good job. Cheyenne and Zeke recently saw a guy with a bonker attached to his leash. I was very surprised and quite happy, to be honest. Glad someone was working with their dog. Yeah. It's a great wow. thing you can do. You actually can take the uh, the leash that has the part with they your... They must watch our podcast because I feel like it's the only place we've ever said that. Like Yeah. We mention that all the time. I mention that at um, seminars, too. Hmm. But yeah, but also in rocket science to figure it out. You can actually just use the leash, too, if you yeah, want to. You can, use, you, can use, you can use anything. Next atmospheric hi jeff how do you get a dog to calm down my dog would run around the house and will run and bark when you tell her to come she also jumps and pulls on the lead okay so you've got an untrained dog let's start there who is this atmospheric so, so atmospheric first of all you got you don't want your dog to be calmed down you want your dog to be more obedient yes you want your dog to be calm too but it sounds like your dog has, doesn't have baseline training so start with that so number one leash on the dog in the house Make sure your dog's created at night, created when you're not home. Start with basic obedience. Learn how to eliminate arousal. You can do that with a leash correction, remote collar, bonker. Um, start being proactive in training obedience commands. But everything you're asking for is 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 training. Next. Rachel, how do you, thank you so much for your response. She was in a crate. She's been given all meals and treats in crates, but never had a guarding issue. Which dog? Oh, the puppy that lunged. So oh. she was in the crate and lunged. Yeah, yeah, but you stopped it. So... You know, you stopped it. But that was, I just wanted to clarify, I made a statement saying, I've made the statement numerous times saying, if you're going to get a dog, you better be able to, you better be prepared one day to correct it extremely harshly. Yelling no or stop and taking it away is not what my definition of harshness is. Harshness means literally like you are doing something, your dog is growling at your kids and you then are doing something extremely firm to the dog. The dogs are... Two of your dogs are fighting, and you go in there, and you literally, like, go in there extremely physically. I'm not talking about obedience commands, by the way, guys. I'm not talking about training obedience. I'm just saying, if you want to keep your dog alive, and there's a situation where your dog is doing a behavior that you know eventually, if it continues, it will end up dead, or someone will get hurt, you better be ready to go in hard and heavy, and... Nobody likes to talk like this about... There's like so much that people don't talk about at all in dog training, I'm finding out. Yeah. In rescue, they don't talk about putting dogs down that should be put down. We talked about that at this weekend's seminar. I might actually even... I know you filmed all that. I might actually want it to go up some portions of it. I think these are important conversations. Some dogs shouldn't be, shouldn't be, shouldn't be alive. Um, I think people need to realize that when you've got a dog that like... If, I, if, one, of my, if one of my dogs growled at any of my kids... Oh, they would think it was their last day on earth. Like you've got to be kidding me. Like you like I want people to understand that that a lot of this stuff can be stopped. And also I want people to understand that I'm not talking about obedience training your dog. I'm not talking about like a lot of people would be like, "Oh my god, Jeff is abusive with dogs." I'm like, "Well, let's put some context to this, please. Please put the context to this." I'm not talking about training, sit, down, place, recall, walking on a leash. I'm talking, like, let's put that all aside. Because that, you'd be blown away how we do. Because that's all done with food and clicker. And the only thing abusive of that is if they ate too much food and didn't burn enough calories, they'd be fat. And that's abusive, in my opinion, for a dog. 
But when we're talking about stopping unwanted behaviors, and in my world, so a lot of people are not in my arena, or if they're in my arena, they're lying about how they do it. And there's a lot of that going on in the dog training world. A lot of it. Don't tell me you're rehabbing fighting dogs without some serious corrections. You're full of shit. I'm going to take a dog that wants to kill another dog and not ever give it a consequence that is extremely firm? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And nobody talks about it. Nobody shows it. You know, nobody wants to literally go step by step on how they would do it. Nobody wants to be honest about it at all. So you have to remember, like, you have to put things into context. But I've rehabbed my own dogs who were aggressive with extremely firm consequences. And I kept them alive for seven to nine more years. And to me, one or two days of that is worth it. Sorry, maybe everyone's got different, a different moral compass than I do, but I don't want myself getting bit, my dogs getting bit, or my kids getting bit, the community getting bit at all. And I think we have to realize that dogs don't give a shit. Oh, the dog bit because it was afraid. And tell that to the judge. Next. Jeff, how do I stop puppy biting? Um, use a bonker. Bonkers wrapped up towel. Say no. Boom. Bonk. Puppy biting's gone. Take your thumb. Put it down the dog's in the dog's mouth. Push down. When we say puppy, I'm I'm thinking we're going 16 weeks, 14 weeks and under. Next. Bonker anyway, no matter what. Andrea, just pulled my comment to clarify. Thank you so much for sharing the question I asked about the dog in training that bites up the leash when pressured. So so helpful. You're welcome. Um, Andrea, I'm working, I'm working with a remote collar with him. Can that be used to correct versus the horse whip? Sure. Absolutely. Next. Shannon Zeke, Oreo's crate training is going pretty good. She's doing well with healing too. Only issue is her barking, growling at people walking by. She's a nervous dog, but we're working on it. So, so correct that. Would you apply a proper punisher for nervous or not? You don't get a free pass. So... Correct that. The dog has more clarity now. Next. Paige and Kanai, what do you do to work on impulse control issues? Um, you have learned how to apply a, a correction. In other words, so say you've got a dog that knows down. So here's a great a great way to teach impulse control. You got a you have a dog that's proficient in the down command. Okay. It's done hundreds of reps of down. It knows what down means, and you have learned how to apply a proper punisher for the breaking of down. And that could be as simple as a leash pop or a remote collar stem. And then the dog goes, oh, shit, I made a mistake. They go back to down. And you've trained that. Then all of a sudden you can take all kinds of environmentals. So skateboard, basketball, bicycle, you know, uh, uh, it ball, um, um, children running, you know, anything where the dog historically would break command. And then you would say no and you would correct firmly. So now what you're doing is the dog is going, if I break the command, there's a there's a, there's a, there's a consequence that I don't like, and then the, the the incentive is they don't want to they want to avoid that consequence, and that's the way the world works. By the way, avoiding of serious consequences. If we weren't all aware of that, we all do that. We we all realize that, right? That's why those of us that do pay taxes pay them on time. That's why that those of us that don't want speeding tickets. Don't speed. 
That's why those of us that don't want to go to jail don't commit crimes. Life is full of consequences. It's the way it is. So, we why is it that within the animal kingdom, which is all consequential based, that's how dogs are stay, kept alive, stay alive. It's why aren't we doing that as well? Why are we? Why aren't we utilizing Mother Nature a little bit more? Because they understand that. Because they are dogs. Next. Ooh, good point. <clears throat> My see. head didn't explode on that one. No. Okay, that one's allowed. I could. That's that, allowed. That one's allowed. Got That's it. Good. Mackenzie. Come up with a good catchphrase to put on a T-shirt. Because I said it was good. Oh. So, so your approval, your approval. <laughs> Here we go. I knew that was coming. No, it's because the last one you were like, damn, that was good. That was a good slogan. Like, I'm complimenting you. You're not complimenting yourself. Well, I learned that from you, though. What? Complimenting yourself. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Mackenzie Jordan. You can compliment yourself all you want. I got no problem with that. Uh, no shit. Self-love. I'm like the preacher of it. You're really good at complimenting yourself. Yep. Yep, sure you am. sure are. Yep. Mackenzie, hi guys, made alive. I'm here for the rants. There's no rants tonight. Just a lot of self-love. <laughs> right. I think I'm going to get a pedicure tomorrow. Are you? Nicole, I want to start <laughs> start e-collar training to attain off-leash control and better communication, but I'm afraid to drive in because I'm still not educated enough. Do you recommend to find a local expert? No, just watch our videos. You'll be fine. There's not just our videos. There's a lot of there's a lot of other videos that there's a lot of videos that are out there that um, on, on how to learn and how to learn. Next, um, Paige and can I? How would you use a back tie with the place command? Um, well, the the way a back tie is used is a leash is on the dog, which is attached to the collar, tied to something anchored, and. What happens is the dog still has enough room to come off. So you're not tying the dog to the place. The dog has enough room to come off one or two feet, three feet. So then you have the opportunity to tell it no. And then it goes back to place or back into a down. And then it realizes now like what no means. Next. Shelby, actually there's a 199 top chat from Michelle. Oh, thank you, Michelle. It took two weeks because I hadn't found you yet. Oh. I don't know what that's about. Oh, sorry, Michelle, but thank you. Um, Shelby, if my GSE gets aggressive when I bonk, do you recommend prong or remote collar? Yeah, they, you, you might have, your timing might have been off. And did you do it from the front or did you do it from the side? Should be from the side. And the dog might have already been loading or in arousal. Um, or there also might be a relationship issue as well. Next. Nicole, dog gets excited when he, sh when he sees people coming up the driveway. Am I bonking at the first sign of arousal? Ears up, hair on neck, etc. You got it. Next. This is two parts. Ready? A. Stallings. Finally bonked my dog while on a walk. He cut the shit really quick. Perfect walk today. I've been getting dragged by him for a while as he is dog reactive and he's a Rottweiler GSD Dane mix. Um... On another note, used my bonker as a weapon today. A golden retriever charged out of a garage, so I yelled and threw the bonker at it to throw it off. Owner grabbed the dog while... Oh, three parts. What? While I called animal control. I don't have any tolerance for that shit, and it's the third time I've witnessed that particular dog go after another dog. Nice. Congratulations on all three parts. Mm-hmm. Next. Shayna. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know where the rest is. Oh, okay, right here. 
Just started training a seven-month-old female Wheaton Terrier last week. Very sweet dog, but when I put prong collar on, made sure it fits correctly, she started twirling like a psychotic ballerina. <laughs> that is a new one. Oh, my God. Um, what, the psychotic ballerina or the behavior? The, the psychotic ballerina. Okay, got Usually it. we call it crocodile rolling. Right. Psychotic I think we... twirling like a psychotic ballerina. Uh, I like it. I don't know, though. I don't know if I can the, use that since one of my daughters is in ballet. Romy would probably appreciate it. Yeah, she probably knows a couple of them. Mm, okay, so twirling like a psychotic ballerina and pawing at me. Did I introduce the e collar to the prong collar too fast? I never saw that before. It scared me silly. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen plenty of psychotic ballerinas in my day. I've seen plenty of psychotic ballerinas in my day. Did you introduce it too fast? I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know how you did it at all. But it's called an objection. It's called an objection. Next. I'm trying to make sure I'm in like the right spot now because that question was broken up mm. um okay kim should i be handling my puppy should i be handing my puppy treats if she is too intense taking it from me how do i get her to understand easier gentle when taking food um hold it in your hand like this and don't let the dog have it until they're gentle or you can just cheat and throw it on the ground yes yeah. <laughs> cheyenne and zeke going to be getting a german shepherd in a few weeks I already have a breeder set and she's a really responsible and reputable breeder and i'm beyond excited awesome um, Tony, my brother's husky, is two years old, and he keeps jumping on my rescue dog. How do I get them to play together? I, I don't know your... Well, jumping jumping is part of... First of all, your dog, not your rescue dog. Rescue's not a breed. So you've got... The, that could be that dog's play style. Like, my dogs jump on each other when they're playing. So that could be their play style. That is all part of playing. Um, if you want the dog to be not be so... Play, I, I don't know your skill set... I don't know that dog, and I don't know your dog. So to ask me how to get them to play together, I don't know because there's way too many variables there. Next. Sheila, I have an eight-year-old female doodle who is reactive to dogs, and I want to stop this. Suggestions? Tons of suggestions. That's what we do primarily for a living. So number one, how's the walk? What tools are you using? We recommend prong cow, remote cow. Number two, do you know how to do you know how to recognize the first signs of arousal, which is a dog like getting all aroused, ready to like be reactive, and then you would want to apply a punisher for that. So a leash pop, remote collar stim. Um, are you starting the walk in a calm way? If you're not, you would bonk the dog at the threshold of your front door. You want to do that. Number three or four or five or wherever I am, can the dog walk in a proper heel next to you? That's just the beginning. Next. K.S. Hi. First live comment. Oh, awesome. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. Heather S. New Tesla has dog mode, so it keeps the car at a comfortable temp and has a warning message on the screen. Holy shit. This lady ended up breaking the window only to find out that the dog was fine. Wow. You broke a window on your new Tesla? Oh, man. Jeez. That must have cost her a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find it um, I find it really interesting that people will do stuff like that. Right? Yeah. So interesting. Yeah next bob any tips on using e-collar with a rescue dog who is wise to an e-collar from previous owners behaves when he has the e-collar on and laughs at commands when no collar is on yes first of all he's a dog all dogs are rescue dogs guys so they're dogs let's call them dogs please i'm just trying to change change things here they're dogs. because it's like if this was a how to raise your child show we wouldn't say adopted child hopefully and natural born child they're they're dogs okay all dogs are theoretically purchased. You bought the dog, whether you paid an adoption fee or a breeder fee 
or whatever you you bought the dog. So the thing is, is yes, keep the collar on more. Keep the collar on more and train the dog to the point of it being on voice command. But also, how long have you been doing obedience work with that dog on the remote, like you yourself? So a lot of people, they're like, oh, just a couple weeks or even a couple months. Maybe it'll take longer. I don't know how, I don't know your skill set. I don't know your skill set. So next. J LOL at Heather S. Funny shit. KS, I started a hesitant client on ET302 for her two Jack Russells, six and eight months old. Both dogs vocalized the first time she raised the level and she even cried, but she continued and has loved the result. Good. Next. Tara, bonk 10-month-old Dolby Hanks today two times in a walk. Now every time I take a pause, he acts like another bonk is coming. Whale eyes getting ready to wrap leash around his legs. He walked but expecting another bonk. Very leery. Did you say no first? There's actually a proper way to bonk, guys. I've got very, very descriptive videos on how to do it. Next. Um, Kyle, hi guys. My 10-month-old GSD has definitely hit his fear period at 10, month, at 10 months old. Scared of everything he was usually confident about. So work the dog through it. Just work the dog through it. Just keep going. Keep plugging away. Next. Shayna, I'm starting a socialization group with the pups. I finished training recently. I'm introducing one idea. new pup at a time to the group. Is that okay? They're all well behaved. I watch them carefully. So far, so good. Yeah, I mean, you'll find out. I'm not there, so you'll find out. But it's a, that's a good idea. Next. Um, Trisha, I put a horse on a slip chain because I the public comment saying a service dog should not have to wear a prong. Okay, who gives... Okay, so who said that? Um, Trisha. So Trisha, stop giving a flying fuck what the public thinks or says. So a slip chain is a choke chain. So it's okay to choke your dog? I mean, seriously, a slip chain... You can, you can hang all that. All a slip chain is is a noose. So that's acceptable, but a prong collar, which I know looks more barbaric, is not. But it doesn't even, that doesn't even matter. What matters is this. What works best for you? Stop giving a fuck what the public thinks. It's your dog. It's nobody's business. And prong collars are not abusive. And you don't have to put in parentheses, if used properly. No, prong collars are not abusive. End of sentence. So the public needs to stop thinking that the prong collars are abusive because they're not. And, and people need to start learning to mind their own fucking goddamn business and stay out of your business and stay out of your house and stay out of the way you train your dog. And you do what's best for you and your dog without giving a flying fuck what other people think. Because it's getting out of hand. And pretty soon, all these, all these tools will be taken away because people are not standing up for their rights. They're not saying, fuck you, mind your own damn business. Pretty soon... Dog sports will be illegal. Agility is going to be illegal. Did you hear me on that one, guys? Agility. Yeah, the sport that you all love but hate prong cowers, your sport will be illegal soon. It will be against the law. Watch. People need to stop this nonsense. Because what's happening is owners are struggling. 
dogs are dying. More dogs will die. More owners will be struggling more with their dogs. There will be actual abuse happening if tools are taken away because you'll have no choice but to be forceful. Next. $10 Top Chat from Bronwyn. Thank you for everything you do for all of us. I've learned so much from you both, and you've given me so much confidence running my business and working with dogs. Awesome. Proud of you, Bronwyn. Canada. Mm. Kyle, my neighbor has been ill and passed away 5 a.m. this morning. Jesus Christ. He had no family, so I spent the last few days with him, so I had little time for my dog. Hopefully I haven't messed him up neglecting him. Kyle, Kyle. yeah, you're a real dick. How dare you? How dare who you are the most you are the worst dog owner ever. You actually didn't pay attention to your dog so you can spend it with your your neighbor's last dying days. You are so selfish, Kyle. Come on. Cut this shit, Kyle. Cut it out. Cut it out, Kyle. Enough already. Next. Proud of you, buddy. You're a good you're a good person. Good human being. Gracie, thanks for answering my question about using the e-collar for barking immediately. Watch some videos saying not to correct with e-collar immediately. It'll ruin it for them or something. Yeah, fuck all those videos. All those videos are false, by the way. Do people realize that? Those are all people with agendas. Bark collars and shot collars ruin dogs. Really? Every dog that's ever come, up, come in here fucked up has never had one on. Now what's the excuse? You know how many dogs out there are badly behaved that have never had electronics on? Now what is it? Come on. No. They don't mess up dogs. They don't ruin them. They don't ruin them permanently. That's a lie. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a lie. It's so ridiculous how out of control things are getting right now with all these lies. Mm -hmm. Next. Sheila. E-collar or prong for different behaviors? What? E-collar or prong for different behaviors? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Where was the question? That is the question. So yes, is that the answer? I guess it depends on what you're depends trying to do. Depends on what do. you're trying to do. You don't need any tool if you don't want to. It depends on your skill set. I don't know yeah, what you're trying so, to do. It's so open-ended. Yeah, that, really that's a hard, it's a hard one. That's a hard one. You're allowed more than eight characters in these questions. Haley, would it be okay to go straight to the boss e-collar starting out? Well, you might not need it, and then you spent an extra 60 bucks. Next. Paige and can I? My dog training went... My dog... My training... <laughs> Is this a yodeling show now? I'm just, like, jumbling my words. My training dog went home, and Mom is complaining that he is still jumping on her. He had completely stopped that behavior with us. How do I help her eradicate the behavior at home? So remember, so your training dog means you're a dog trainer. Did you show the owner how to stop jumping? Remember, you're in the human training business, not the dog training business. Always remember that. It's not how well we do with the dogs. It's how well we train the owners to do well with the dogs. Always remember that. That is the professional dog trainer's job. Next. Trisha, um, from behind, it is one or two barks. He never leaves my side, but people view it as aggression. Who gives a shit what people view it as? <laughs> I don't care. Next. Why do you care? Stop caring. <laughs> Ooh, your dog's aggressive. Fuck you. 
don't say that, but I'm saying like, or, or do say it. Like, whatever. Or just say Jeff says and have more people hate Jeff. Yeah, I just said. Just make Jeff the bad guy. Just make me the bad guy. I'll take it. I'll take all the hate for everybody. Roots Canine. Best tips to work clients through doggy PTSD when their dog has been reactive or aggressive and there's actual trauma, but they're committed to work on it? Well, the same way. So, no, you know, you, you, the way, the way you, whether there's actual trauma or not doesn't really matter, in my opinion, because sometimes we don't know if there's actual trauma and we still work the dog. I don't want to say the exact same way, but it's around the same guise of reward the good stuff, correct the bad stuff. So whether there's trauma or not, you can't be reactive and you can't be aggressive. No, I think it means working the client through the doggy PTSD. So, like, when you know your dog has a patterned history of reacting. And now, like, how do you work the client through that? So, what you do is you start showing the client success. So, that's very that's that's a, that's a whole different situation. What happens is, if I had a dog that was reactive every day on a walk, I also would probably feel a certain way. And then, all of a sudden, it got fixed chances are the dog will start doing better than the human. So you've got to start showing the owner, have the owner make sure the owner is handling the leash, the owner is handling the equipment, and have the owner make sure the owner, you can show the owner that they can get the same results that you get and they've got control over it. So the owner had a loss of control and they felt helpless. Now you want to empower them and have them feel that they're in control and that will help them get over the owner's PTSD. If that's what, if that's the way that that question was being asked. I think that's what yeah. meant. Yeah. Bob, how do you break up a dog fight if out on a walk and a dog attacks yours from the rear? Do you use a wheelbarrow grab or something else? Um, depends how committed it is. I usually start kicking the hell out of the dog. Simple. In the underbelly, not the head. And if anybody has a hard time with that, then you can. Someone's got to pay the vet bills. Like, if a dog's going to be hurt, it's not, I don't want it to be mine. Dogs get killed on walks. Dogs get highly injured on walks. Dogs get mauled on walks. People get bit on walks from off-leash dogs charging. If an off-leash dog charges you and bites your dog, all bets are off. End of story. You do whatever it takes to neutralize the threat. Seems like a hostile, violent show tonight. It does. It's because I started with the punching. Or are we just getting questions? Or am I just all ramped up? I don't know. I feel like we had a lot of... Did I read anything on social media that made me, like, pissed off? I don't know if I did. I feel like all weekend we've been kind of, like, talking about some of this stuff. Yeah. Like, the fact that people are so anti-crate. Like, there was just a lot of stuff. I think that's what it is. I think what's happening is I'm seeing... No, we had a conversation before this show started. That's what it was. About, like... We're really fucked as, as, as like a society if we think crating is bad. Believe it or not, that's what set it off. Probably. It literally was all these people that are against crates. It's like, oh my it's God. The basic fundamental. Like and then, the first thing and then, you should do with and the then, dog. And then PETA puts out this ad about like. Oh my God, the video. The video. Of the guy in the crate. Yes. It's like, I hope people realize that PETA is not an animal rights organization. They actually are a hate group. Like, who though even, like, they made it seem like people put their dog in a crate and leave it for 12 hours. Like, but even if, they get breaks. But even if they did, but even if they did, I don't say they should. Yep. But even if they did, 
what does that have to do with putting a human in a crate? Nothing. Right. Dogs and humans are not on equal playing ground. Right. They're not. And if, and if you didn't realize that, wake up. <laughs> because they're not. Because all I know is when it's time to write checks every month for all my bills, the dog's nowhere to be found. Actually, yes, they are. They're in place right next to me. But still, you know what I mean. It's like, no, you can't compare the two. And you can't compare a dog to a child. Would you ever put your child in the crate? That's a, that's a stu- that is a, that When people make that argument, it, it gives you a little bit of an inkling into their intelligence level. Or their lack of intelligence level, in my opinion. It's like, are you really comparing a dog with a child? There's no comparison. They're two different things. Next. Um, Trisha, sorry, it takes me too many words to explain horse's story. Having trouble getting in touch with Jeff, or I'd be happy talking with Joelle. Help. It doesn't work that way. So, I'm actually easy to get a hold of. There's three podcasts a week. There's an AMA on ID Stories, which is free. There's a Patreon channel, which you can ask a question. There is Skype, which you can do, which is one-on-one. But if you submit a question, I'm going to give you a cut-and-paste response saying, no, I can't just sit and talk to you about your dog, which sounds cold and uncaring, but I have that's a paid service. We do tons of free stuff. Tons of free stuff. So you did ask questions, and I gave you answers, and it's good. So one of your questions was why you went from a why you went off the prong collar, and I gave you a response about stop caring what other people think, right? So it doesn't make a difference. So I understand that you don't have to justify to me why you're using the prong collar because I I'm I'm the I don't need that at all. If you've got a dog training question, you can ask it on this show, and I do respond. But I'm actually not hard to get a hold of. It all depends on what you're trying to get a hold of me for. But some people write me very long questions on Instagram and on Facebook, and I literally have in my notes a cut and paste, and I copy and paste a response saying, I can't answer questions this way. Because I'm sure you can imagine how many I get. Meanwhile, I offer more free Q&A than anybody else in this industry does. Anybody. I don't know anybody else that's doing three live Q&A shows a week at all. So, and you can't ask, you can't ask Joelle anything because she's busy enough. So we're not like, we're not, we're not just call up us and ask us a question. We, here is our Q&A right here. You can do this. But we also have a paid Skype service, which you can also do. Please keep in mind that this is also how I make a living. I literally make a living through the information that I have inside of me. So does Joelle. So we're being very, very generous with our time. But if you want dedicated one-on-one time, which many people do, three to four people a day around the world I Skype with, we can do that. We can do that as well. But we're a service business. Keep that in mind. All right. Next. Atmospheric. Thanks for your response. How do you eliminate arousal? Um, a bonker is one of the best ways to do it. And I've got videos on how to use one, and I actually show how to use one on my videos. Next. Laura, hi, I have a border collie. He needs to be walking by my side on leash, approaching the field 
and off lead entering the field. I use prong e-collar for training, collar removed, he will stay by me. He mm -hmm. is a stock dog. He goes crazy when he sees sheep. Is that a statement or question? Okay, I don't Will know. Will he stay by me if they use a prong and e-collar for training? Historically, yes. Oh, well, without the collar, though. Collar removed. Got it, got it. Me. I don't know. It depends on your training skills. It literally depends on your training skills. I have no idea. My dogs heal off-leash without any tools. Do I still use tools sometimes? I give you examples during the show of when I did. But I can heal my dogs in a very tight heel with no equipment on as well. So it all depends on your skill set. But I don't know your dog. I don't know you. I don't know how, how long you've been training your dog. So I, I don't know. But all I know is there's a big sense of arousal when they see what they're about to do. The goal is to be, until you give them the release command, they have to stay calm. Next. Tara, Hank is also a psychotic ballerina on the prong out of the blue. Sometimes walks great, other times spaz. It could be something that they're objecting to. Next. Shayna, what should I do with the psychotic ballerina behavior? It happens so fast. Dogs pawing me. It's overwhelming. How do I handle high-level objection? Um, with Well, you do self-preservation, number one, by holding the leash away from you so you don't get injured. Number two, a lot of times you can bonk the dog for that. Number three, you can just let the dog work through it. Next. Cinda, I feel like I'm correcting too late. Six-month-old lab pit growling at kids and snapping at them. I'm 10 seconds too late because I'm turned around and don't see it right away. How long do I have to correct? Say that one more time. I feel like I'm correcting too late. Six-month-old lab pit growling at kids and snapping. I'm 10 seconds too late because I'm turned around and don't see it right away. Got it. How long do I have to correct? Well, you want to, your, mark, your marker should be at the behavior. First of all, what I would say is set it up. So your back shouldn't be turned on a six-month-old growling dog at children. So where are these kids? Where's the dog? Where are you? Why is your back turned? And who's watching the kids and who's watching the dog? And are these your kids, your dog? Um, are they other people's kids and your dog? Why isn't your dog next to you? Why are, why are other people's kids coming up to your dog? I would just set it up. I would literally set it up. As far as how long do you have to correct, no and yes, you want yes to be as soon as the dog does something that you like, no to be as soon as you the dog does something you don't like. Next. Um, Kaylee J, hoping to get a golden puppy next spring or summer. I'm so excited that I finally found a breeder that does temperament placements instead of just letting people pick their favorites. And, of course, I'll be training it from day one. Awesome. Teresa, service dogs do wear prong collars. Yes, they do. They also wear shock collars. They also get corrected. Next. Tara, yes, I said no before bonking. The dog got aggressive. Got it. So could be just you have that. What you, the dog might have been too already too too much into arousal. Um, it could be a, a bigger a bigger relationship issue between the, the two of you. The dog might have gone into defense, which happens every once in a while. There's a couple of different vari vari variables. Next. Teresa, yes, fuck what other people say. You do what you do and your dog need to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, why we care about other people's opinions is beyond me. Laura said stock dog trials too. Yeah. So to me, you want to be able to get your dog to be calm until released. You want to be able to have an on-off switch built into your dog. And you do that through being able to literally do exercises to 
get your dog in a drive, and then boom, stop. Um, and that's all done through a correction as well. So when they, when they, I don't know much about the stock dog trade as far as like, but I, I know what you're trying to do. And yes, you can get your dog to be calm, equipment-free, leading up to the field because it's such a choreographed routine that you're doing. Next. Laura, I already read that. Teresa, he is so right. Dogs with no direction or corrections ruin dogs. Correct. Janice, my dog is now walking off leash and doing awesome. One thing, he poops as he walks. I have him poop before we go walking, but it never fails. How can I stop this? I don't know. Uh, stop feeding him. He won't poop when he walks anymore. Next. Kyle, thanks, guys. I've just been so overwhelmed. My grandmother is dying of lung cancer. I was caring yeah. for my neighbor who just died of liver cancer. And my dog is currently in a fear period. I'm trying, but it's hard. So this is it. This is the thing. Kyle, humans come first in my world. Okay? We do the best we can. Got it? We do the best we can. Do the right thing. Try to find some, maybe so there's some, someone else that can help. Whatever time you spend with your dog now, it's better than nothing at all. Don't beat yourself up because your dog's going to be there, but it sounds like your grandmother's not. So to me, I would choose grandma over dog, especially if I was close to my grandma. Next. Um, last one. Four ninety nine top chat. The noble dogs. How to get a dog to take food out of your hand gently. I'm having him lick my hand first before I release the food and I'm getting some results. Yeah, keep that up. Keep keep trying that, Grant. Keep trying that. And just you can you can also hold it tight. The food right there. Right there as well. All right guys, it's nine thirty. We're done. We can't answer any more questions. Time to go. Thank you guys. We'll be on again um, Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And then this weekend, we're not sure. We're going to be in Chicago this weekend. Yeah, but we'll be at an Airbnb. We're staying at right? an Airbnb. We have internet. Hopefully. We hope there's internet, but we might do it at 8 or 9. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So definitely Wednesday night. We'll see you at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Madly love with all of you. And um, I'll talk to you all later. Thank you so much. Jesus. And go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Remember, Chicago, Illinois this weekend. Austin, Texas the weekend after. Hawaii. Hawaii. The weekend after. The weekend after that. All right. Mailed in love with you. Take care. Good night. Good night now.